What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 83. Today with my guest Kobe from Tales of the Tunes. He's got another local music and arts podcast here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, we recorded this episode a couple weeks ago or so. I first noticed his podcast online and hit him up to see if he wanted to do a collaboration type of episode. So uh, basically what we did was we recorded our conversation in two halves. The first half being this episode and the next half being a Tales of the Tune episode. So uh, if you enjoy this one, you can certainly head over there to hear the other half. Both are being released today. And of course, if you happen to listen to Kobe's episode first and then came to this one, um, first of all, thank you for doing so. But that might be why the interview sort of sounds the way it does. Um, Anyway, Kobe's been doing some good work with local artists and supporting the scene in his own way. Uh, from listening to his episode with Ben DeHaan, he seems to have a, a real positive attitude toward interviewing his guests. And um, if you're a fan of this podcast, I certainly encourage you to maybe drop a quick subscription onto his so you can keep tabs on it. Um, but anyway, that's pretty much my bit on that. As always, thanks for supporting local music in whatever ways you choose to do so. We all definitely appreciate it. And the music scene certainly doesn't thrive within a vacuum. Uh, hopefully, you yourself are doing alright out there. Enjoying the last bit of summer. It's definitely pretty much as hot as it's going to get here in Maryland today. Uh, definitely good pool weather. Maybe even the river or the beach or whatever you might have access to. Uh, but lastly, if you or someone you know is releasing new music and would like to maybe talk about it on here, uh, you can certainly send me a message if you want. They do not have to be local to the DMV also. But yeah, really without further ado, we'll get to part one of the interview with Kobe from Tales of the Tunes. So I think we're up and running, um, live on at least my page. Um, so thanks for coming on the show. Uh, my name is Brett. I'm running what I call the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast here. And uh, I'm here with Kobe of Tales of the Tunes. So yeah, man, what's going on? Um, nothing much. Just thank you for inviting me on here. I know uh, when you first sent the invite, I was like... <laughs> like a flux of a lot of work going on at once but i'm like glad we worked it out we could do this yeah i just like hitting people up around the area um especially around baltimore um and since i've been doing this for a little while now it's kind of cool just to get some uh faces to names and and stuff like that you know and uh maybe share each other's audiences and stuff like that you never know We'll uh, we'll see how it works out here um I've only been doing this about a, a year or so, so still pretty yeah. humble following for sure. But um, <laughs> it looks like you've been doing it, I don't know, close to that amount of time or maybe less, maybe uh, more. I've been doing it about a year as well, like uh, February or March of last year before, yeah, February of last year before all this stuff started, before COVID started. Wow, it's really been a year. Yeah, it's about the exact same time I uh, I started it as well, because, um, I don't know, 
I think I was listening to one of the other local podcasts around here. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's uh, Tales from the Green Room. So they are, um, that's the podcast for Ballyhoo, uh, which is like a reggae rock band around here. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, one of the bands I follow. And the dude on there, Howie, was just like, yeah, fire it up if you want to try it out. You know, you might be able to help people out. I don't know. Or, or whatever it is you're trying to do. So it's been fun for sure. I mean, I'm noticing like a lot of, a lot more podcasts than I ever would have thought that were out here. It's just, I think we're like a little small community, but people like, people get into like what we do. So I find that really interesting. Yeah. It's definitely kind of fun who you run into and you never quite know what you're going to talk about either. I know on, on my podcast, I'm pretty like open-minded, pretty just like, I don't know, free-form conversation or whatever it ends up being. Um, I try to talk about their music, obviously, and, and maybe get them yeah. a couple extra followers or something. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe the interview just scares them all away. I have no idea. But, uh... You know, um, I think, because I'm learning this as well, a lot of people are not used to being interviewed or don't know the process. So they, yeah. like, freak out at, the, like, the thought of it. I'm like, no, no, it's legit just talking about yourself, and I, but I know a lot of people don't like talking about themselves, which is very, very interesting for us as people in the entertainment industry, because honestly, if you're in, a, if you're in the entertainment industry, you have, like, a small ego. Like, let's, like, I think for all of us, we have, like, the small, or, like a small ego. Or a really big one, depending who it is. Wait, so. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could talk about the malignant egos of the world but for the most part you need some kind of ego to get things done it's yeah. the uh it's the active force of your psychological stuff i guess so it is what it is just try to be nice to people along the way i figure you know yeah. a lot of people are struggling to be nice and i don't i don't understand why um just being nice gets you so much further than just being like an a-hole to everybody it's just I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know at least to some degree, I feel like whatever you want to see in the world, you start to see it a little. It starts subtle, but it's like, if you're always looking for, like, a fight, basically, you're probably going to find one. And then if you're kind of... I know for me, like, I'm usually just kind of expecting people to be nice and most of the time they are I mean I, don't, I know online things might be a different story because it's easy to take pot shots at people but IR, IRL as the kids say in real life it seems like people are as nice as maybe they've ever been I don't know I don't know what your experience is like um so far like I like I'm the same as you I've been blessed to have nice people um I've yet to see like I'm gonna say, like I'm saying this, speak this out of the universe. I've yet to see hate comments, and I don't want to see them at all because there's no need for negativity. That I do agree with you. Like a lot of people behind that screen, a lot of people say what they want behind the screen, but then you meet them in person, they're like super, super nice. I'm like, okay, so what happened to all yeah. that when you were behind your keyboard? What, like, what happened? Just, I think people yeah. kind of, not to say get scared, but kind of put up the like oh crap you're a real person so let me try to humanize myself to not you know 
it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. People get uh, a little extra whatever you want to call it when uh, you have no repercussion uh, for what you say or what you do. So uh, it's a little easier. We don't have to get worried about getting smacked in the face or something. But but yeah, um, like I said, I don't normally do these live. I usually just kind of record them and release them a few days later or something. I, I don't know what your process is like. I feel like we could easily talk about your style of your podcast or your uh, conversations, yeah. maybe. Um, since this yeah. isn't, this is a little different in the. Good. No, no, you're good. I think my style is like the same as you because I started out doing live shows, but then I realized the um, people I had on, they were like kind of getting nervous and scared of everything they would say. So I figured, do y'all just want to record it? And I like, because what I do, my and this isn't a secret to anyone that's been on like the show or anything, because I let it be known. I record yeah. the show, and after I record the show, I edit it, I send it to the person, and I make sure they like what they hear. So you know, that way they get a good idea of what's being put out there. And all I do after that, because they're like, what do you do after? I'm like, I really just split it, add music, and it's out there in the universe. Yeah. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable on the show. Just I, I want everyone to have fun. Yeah, I mean, I do the same thing. And sometimes if people seem like they're skeptical or sketchy or whatever, I can just send them the episode that I edit and be like, hey, here it is. If, if you think you said something weird that you don't want on the Internet, just tell me and I'll just, you know, poof. Yeah. There it goes. Um so I've only had to take a, a few episodes down so far <laughs> out of <laughs> out of 70 some odd ones so not too bad yeah. okay, that's, that's pretty good just not worrying about well that's a, like a good rate like, I will yeah. say like not worrying about like everything going on just like only taking down a few episodes because it's no, it's no big deal to me I'd, yeah I'd rather the guests be happy or anonymous, yes. if that's what they ultimately want. <laughs> that's that cool. is the most important thing. The guests being happy, they have their yeah, them having fun. That way, they'll come back. They'll come back and they'll do another show. Yeah, the the funniest controversy probably that I've had on my show that I, I like to openly tell is it because the uh, the guests got on a dating website afterward, I guess, or or when the episode came out, it affected his his dating life pretty severely. So, um, he's like, yeah, I gotta take that down. <laughs> like, apparently people were co- were coming to dates with, like, questions, you know, from the episode. Like, to the point that, they, like, he felt like he was being quizzed on what he said. And I don't think he said anything all that bad at all. Um, it was more so just personal stuff, probably. And uh, he was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. So, well, I well like, not to like, dig too deep into it, but it's like personal stuff, like in a relationship, like things he'd prefer was like something on those lines. Um, I believe the, the main issue might have been something around guns. 
and I don't know exactly what it was, but I think he, at one point during the show, mentioned guns. And I don't remember if it was, a, like, a pro-gun or anti-gun uh, statement. If any, I think he may have just simply said he owned a gun or something. And then at least a couple dates he went on, that became, like, a, a big talking point or issue. So... Well, you know what I I'm saying? Motion of the ocean, whatever floats the boat, whatever floats your yeah. boat. So that was like the main I controversy. Used, I mean, I have views, but I I never express my political views like that unless it's kind of obvious on certain things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like stuff like that. I'm like it's usually a up and air fifty fifty thing, so I don't comment on that stuff. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What, you know, what can you do? Well, yeah. not necessarily what can you do, but it's kind of one of yeah. those things where you don't want to... Like, Alright, I'll take it down. Just, you know, your public image. I don't want to affect your public image. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the point of at least my podcast is supposed to be music. And uh, I would hope that it uh, gives people a positive, you know, reflection of the artist, whatever that is. You know, yeah. hopefully it shows people their uniqueness and uh, whatever they're trying to do with music. So yeah, I didn't mean to ask you about that too. Because first of all, the name of your podcast I'm loving. This is like part time <laughs> rock star. So Man. how did you come up with that? I mean, I have a full time job. I'm paramedic and stuff like that. And then also, I just figured that's about everyone I know. I don't really know too many people doing music full time. So I just was. I've, for a while, I've been calling us all like part-time rock stars because we all got the the normal occupational grind, and does uh, just I don't know made sense to me, I guess. <laughs> I just like being a paramedic. Thank thank you for doing that. Thank you for your service being a paramedic because that's hard. That that's ridiculously hard. That y'all don't get a lot of credit for. But thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um. So, yeah, I've had a few full-time rock stars, you know, on the show so far. But, uh, like I said, most of us are just out there doing it for the love of it or doing it to try to make it somehow, but definitely not quite there yet. So yeah. that's, the, that's the idea, you know, to try to get more music out there. Honestly, this the music industry, especially in the DMV area, I notice a lot of us are hustlers where we are – We'll work a full-time job to make ends meet and then try to make profit, but also try to do something for ourselves with music because you can't keep a musician down. Just a musician, we're, we're going to, it's going to come up regardless. Like That's like almost trying to like, dim your light, dim your calling. It's You can't do that. It's, it's going to pop up when you think yeah. it isn't. So, yeah, that's that's understandable. Like we're entertainers, like we have to entertain. That's just us. Yeah, and it's funny you bring up or use that word too, because sometimes I think people think of that word as a little bit, uh, I don't know, negative even, or they take it the wrong way. Like, oh, I'm an artist, a musician, yada yada yada. And it's like, well, sure, you're all of that, you know. Yeah. Also, you're up if you're playing out, then you're entertaining. So. Might as well own it, might as well embrace it, right? I mean... That's exactly what it is, because I get well, I get what you're saying. Some people don't see it that way, but at the same time, when you're on that stage, what exactly are you doing? 
they were like, well, I'm catering to the audience. And what is catering to the audience? It's entertaining the audience. So, I mean, like, I, I have not touched the stage in over a year until, like, earlier this month. And yeah. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a freaking entertainer. Like, you got to own you gotta own who you are at, at a certain point. You're an entertainer. You're an artist. Like, you're an artist of a medium of, like, sound. You're an artist of a medium of, like, visual aspects as well. Like, we... We go above and beyond when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. No, I agree. And then this uh, this podcasting thing is just another extension of that, I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, I I listened to Ben DeHaan's episode with you, which is probably how I found your show. Um, he's uh, been on my show, and now we're we're kind of friends. We're even playing a show together, uh, Ramshead, uh, in a couple weeks. Um, but uh, you mentioned on the episode episode that you were like spoken word yes so i think you also said on the show that you don't have anything on the internet which i thought was kind of interesting um um so i've been doing spoken word since elementary or middle school and it got to a point where I was I wanted to put stuff out but I was at the same time I was afraid to put stuff out because I didn't want to be judged. Yeah. So I think I'm at a point now where I could probably start posting stuff and put putting stuff out but I'm like would people actually be into that would they like it but I got to do it for me. I can't do it for others. But yeah. Definitely like the last time I performed I made someone cry and like I don't know if I can top <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, I was just curious because when you mentioned entertaining, I was just thinking like I don't know if you have um, other entertainment pursuits, you know, besides this yeah. or other stuff that you do. So I was just curious about that. Other entertainment pursuits. Well, of course, like spoken word has always been like a first love. Um, singing will forever be in my heart. Like I love to sing. Um, yeah. Grew up in a church. Uh, grandparents were like d- deep into church. Parents were in the church, so it's just it's in me. I can't I can't get can't get out of it. Can't get past it. It's in my voice. So that's when I'm like I, I have to do it. So yeah. just singing spoken word. Maybe I I can't dance, but I have rhythm. Like I can two step my heart out. But <laughs> if somebody gives me some choreography be good yeah all right well you can always work your way up to it i guess i don't know i, I also <laughs> i also heard in the episode that you're still uh kind of i mean you're still young you're still what 2021 20, or something like that yeah just turned 21 in so, may so i'm like a little baby yeah congrats <laughs> i also got the may birthday um but yeah i'm, I'm about 10 years older so um i don't know how that affects exactly what I do, but I guess you start knowing what you want to do a little more, or you stop caring about what you don't exactly. don't want to do. Um, yeah, I think it's that you stop so. caring about what others think about you, and more about what you think about yourself. And mm-hmm. that's the state I want to get to: is stop caring about what others think and focus on what I need to do for myself. Yeah. 
do you do the open mics and stuff like that, I imagine, or is that, uh, or do something different? I wanted to do some of the open mics, but, you know, COVID hit, and yeah. that's when everything kind of stopped. The only thing I've been doing now is, in a weird way, giving back. So, yeah. at my old high school, I, like, shout out Polly, like, Baltimore Polytechnic, um, my old high school, um, old club I was a part of, I'm kind of coaching now, and it's so funny that I'm coaching because these people are, like, not even five years, like, maybe, like, five years younger than me, and I'm yeah. going back and I'm teaching them the basics of performance art on top of maybe you could do that to make it better. So it's I – don't, I don't know how it ended up that way. It's just performance itch, like, trying to teach people how to do it as well. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, and then you're also kind of giving back with the podcast, I think. Um, uh, really, I would probably also wonder if you had anything to say about what your podcast does in the sense of, like, what kind of guests you're looking for. Because um, yeah. I know, you know, maybe people who listen to mine might want to come on your show and maybe your show is looking for a certain type of character or maybe you're not. I don't know. So I figure you can um, talk about that a little. So that is always a journey in its own right. Um, But I have generalized the thought of an artist on my show now. And now I'm looking for artists of any medium. So to give a good example of that, season two, I've had artists of many different medium. I've had, like, of course, musicians on the show. But I've also branched out to I had a CEO of, like, her own company come on. That show will be coming up very soon. Um, I had a drag queen on the show. I've had like fashion designers, like actually like painters yeah. as well. So I'm willing, like I'm opening up to any artist of any medium because all of us have stories that we would love to get out there. It's just we got to find the people that are willing to publish our stories and put them out there for us. So anyone listening, if you want to be on the show, if you're an artist of any medium, you're more than welcome to let me know and we could try to work something out for season three because season three is coming soon okay cool yeah and then i guess you do seasons too which is interesting i never knew why people did that or if that's the best way to do it or not i i know some people just release just keep it going i don't know <laughs> does that mean you, does that mean you take breaks i guess like oh, um, okay oh yeah so, um so in the this show is a love of mine, but it's also kind of like extracurricular as well because yeah. I'm in college. So okay. I'm going into my last year of college. So I like I need breaks in order to focus yeah. on school and get, you know, get my mind together because I'm going to my senior year, like one more year. And then this will probably be like a full time thing where I can do the show and then maybe like halfway through the year, my stop it for like a couple months and then start it back up again yeah right on that makes sense seems like a, a healthy strategy i know these things aren't the e- easiest to edit sometimes so um <laughs> you know no they are not <laughs> you, you know i don't want to blame anybody except myself but man sometimes the guest makes it so much easier <laughs> like if you just have a good conversation and it just flows and it's like I don't know, easy. You don't really have to, yeah. I don't know, double check too much or go back. You just kind of 
I don't know, add some music to it, and you're off and yeah. running. So it's just, it's certain shows you can feel it. Like you can like after you've done it, it's like I can feel that that was a good show, and I don't have to do much but listen to it back and make sure that yeah. different things are tweaked. Because um, the show I did with like um Ben DeHaan, I yeah. virtually did nothing to that audio besides just yeah. listen to it and maybe cut out like a long pause because mm-hmm. like, and that was because he was so like so good to talk to and just his and i told him i'm like your story sounds like a movie or you're just sitting in a car you're like this life is not for me like i'm, I'm done yeah yeah man I, I think uh at certain points in your life if you don't listen to that uh you're gonna find yourself in in trouble yeah. it's the old uh, story of the frog that boils in the water when you slowly turn <laughs> up the the heat it never knows it's uh boiling till it's too late so yeah. um unfortunately i don't know it's a it's a tricky thing sometimes but uh he's he seems like he's in a, a better place now for sure at least pursuing that stuff and obviously it's cool to be friends with him so i'll have to tag him in this episode and uh give him another <laughs> shout out um but but yeah man i feel like this gives people a pretty good insight um to your show and uh, I can certainly just post it on mine and then uh, pretty soon here we'll probably flip over to your show um, and I don't know if that means that you are suddenly interviewing me but uh, <laughs> kind of keep the conversation going that way um, are there any kind of quick shout outs you want to do for uh, anybody um, I don't know who you think might listen um oh wow oh this is the first time i've been asked that so this is like weird oh wow um one pat Rainey. um pat's an amazing like friend of mine i've known for a couple years like he's always like supportive of my show um of course family um ben of course because we've been mentioning ben this whole episode um i don't think anyone else i think that oh someone that trained me in singing and he keeps denying it but he has trained me and he has helped create this monster that i am today but royal like he my royal shaheen like amazing person like and i think i'm gonna probably cut it oh floatic lyricist the club that uh i help coach floatic lyricist thank y'all so much for allowing me to come back, even though I'm probably getting on your nerves. Uh, but I think that should yeah. be everyone at the moment. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, do you have anything to say to people who want to learn how to sing? Because um, I've actually oh. taken a couple lessons myself, and it's very uh, eye-opening, for sure, you know? Um, for people that want to learn how to sing, um, everyone has the ability to. And I know... There are people out there that say, no, it's a gift, it's a gift. It is, like, to naturally hone your skills, it is a gift. But it is something that you have to work at because your vocal cords, everything that's in your throat right here is a muscle. So you got to train it. You got to be kind to your instrument, meaning try not to yell because that's one thing. Yelling kind of, like, strains your vocal cords, and that does something to it. Um, When I say training, I mean, like, you know, doing – like lip exercises, like going up and down the scale, stuff like that. Um, you don't have to, like, because I'm, 
I'm not trained. I'm not classically trained. I'm not trained by a vocal coach. These are things that I've learned over the years from practice and understanding my body and how yeah. my voice works. So that's those are some things right there. And yeah, just treat treat the body good. Like I, I might start doing some like tips on my show. Not like you just made me think about that. I'm like yeah. I might do some tips because. It's, it's interesting, just the voice and the vocal cords. Yeah, because I grew up as a guitar player, so I always approached that, like, I don't know, very studiously, and just kind of assumed <laughs> if I ever had to sing, I would just figure it out. But uh, I was definitely wrong about that. Um, <laughs> if you if you get a couple lessons, it, it can go miles sometimes, especially if you have, like, the right teacher or somebody who kind of gets where you're coming from. So... I'm sure that's rewarding for you if you get a, a you know a couple good students who can figure it out. Yeah, and most of the time they're like naturals before I even get there. I'm like, I don't. I was like, what yeah. can I teach you? I have no clue what to teach you. Mm. Oh, that and for people out there, if you performing like or if somebody's asking you to sing something and you do no vocal exercises beforehand, baby, we gonna hope <laughs> for the best because I hope your voice don't crack enough and you need to do vocal exercises beforehand. Because that instrument can't be going into the stratosphere if you ain't, like, put enough fuel in the tank. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like anything, if you don't do it every day, I don't know. I don't know what the, the Macklemore quote is, but it's like, the greats weren't great because at first they could paint. The greats were great because they paint a lot. It's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. If, you, if you don't do it a lot, like, you can't expect on showtime or show day that it's uh, just going to all of a sudden work for you i don't know <laughs> it's the it's the art of giving yourself time as well because not even a lot I, and i'm speaking for myself as well for some people you might like, don't take offense to this but at the beginning when you start you're going to suck and that goes with just about anything that you do you're going to suck because you're an amateur your finger like if you're doing like knitting or something your fingers did not build up the flexibility or dexterity to do it if you're singing, your vocal cords did not build up the strength to handle the stress that you're doing on them. Or if you're running, like your legs have not built up the strength for that. You got to work at it. So you're going to suck yeah. at first. And then when you build up enough stamina, you build up practice, you'll blossom until like a little butterfly. Yeah, you just got to embrace the suck at first, right? <laughs> yes. So... Um, I feel like that's a pretty good note to end uh, this section of the podcast, and then we'll we'll jump over to yours. So, I uh, just want to thank everybody who eventually probably listens uh, to this whenever I put it out. Um, you know, find Kobe on Tales of the Tunes, and he's got some cool guests on there. So, uh, sweet. I'm gonna hang up on this one, and we'll uh, we'll fire up a new one here. So, gotcha. give me a couple minutes. All right, thanks, dude. Thank you. Well, I've been overthinking and overdrinking. So, yeah, I want to thank Kobe for coming on the episode and thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this interview, certainly head over to Tales of Tunes podcast. It should be available on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you like to listen. And uh, just for shits and giggles, uh, I put my new song. From my band on here in the background. It's called Overthinking and Overdrinking.
So I'll be overthinking and over drinking, cracking one or two at noon. And I'll be overthinking and over drinking, rolling up a jail too. Cause I'm missing you at night when you're not by my side. And we'll be overthinking and overdrinking.